And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, the latest crop reports as many farmers have wrapped up harvest. Agri-News is brought to you by the Remax Blue Chip Realty Ag Team of Marcel de Corby and Graham Toth online at landforsalesas.ca. And McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Choose the alternative. McDougall Auctioneers for guaranteed results online at mcdougallauction.com. The latest Saskatchewan crop reports as many farmers have wrapped up the 2017 harvest. Provincial crops analyst Shannon Friesen says there was little moisture this past week, enabling farmers to make good combining progress. Provincially, 94% of the crop is now in the bin. That is up from 89% last week and does remain well ahead of the five-year average of 90% for this time of year. So luckily, we have had some really good conditions out there for the past week or two. So many producers have wrapped up and many expect to be done in the next week or two as well. So is much of the crop come off in tough and damp condition in the last couple of weeks? It has. Yes, certainly we've had much more uh, cool, damp weather. Of course, the days are much shorter as well. And I think everyone still has last year in the back of their minds and actually harvesting well into the fall. So for the most part, a lot of that crop has come off tough, but luckily it's been able to be placed into aeration and into drying bins. Give me the range of harvest across the Saskatchewan Grain Belt. Regionally, the southwestern region has 99% of the crop now combined. The southeast as well as the west central regions have 97% in the bin. The east central and northeast regions have 92%, and the northwest region follows with 87%. Most of the harvest progress has come from the north, and many producers up there have made tremendous strides over the last week or two. And the progress by crop? Well, 97% of the durum, 96% of the barley, 95% of the spring wheat, 94% of the canary seed, 93% of the canola, 92% of the oats, 80% of the soybeans, and 79% of the flax have now been combined. And what are you hearing about grades and yields? Grades have been much better than we've had over the last couple of years. For the most part, many of them are being placed in the top two grades. In terms of yields, of course, that varies greatly across the province and even greatly within regions. And of course, that does all depend if you were lucky enough to get rainfall throughout the year, where you are, and of course, when you were able to seed. So for the most part, we've heard that yields are still about average. Most areas in the north have been reporting above average, but of course, in the south part of the province, many of those yields have been quite lower than a normal. Much moisture this past week and is more moisture needed? More moisture is definitely needed. Unfortunately, we didn't get too much over the past week. Fortunate, of course, for those producers who still have crop out. But for the most part, the majority of the province did receive little to no moisture, although the Foam Lake area did report 43 millimeters. So we are still in need of some significant amounts, hopefully prior to winter and prior to freeze up, in order to replenish what we have lost in both the topsoil as well as the subsoil. What is the topsoil moisture rating? At the moment, across the province, topsoil moisture on cropland is rated as 4% surplus, 40% adequate, 44% short, and 12% very short. On hayland and pasture, it is 2% surplus, 31% adequate, 45% short, and 22% very short. Your crop report indicates there may be some feed shortages in the south? That's right. Certainly for the most part, producers will have adequate amounts of hay, straw, green feed, and feed grain heading into winter. However, of course, due to the extended period of very hot and very dry conditions and the lack of plant growth, many pastures in hayland in the south did not produce as much as we would have hoped. So southern regions are reporting that we may have some inadequate feed and shortages are quite likely. What were some of the main causes of crop loss this past week? The majority of crop damage this past week was due to frost, of course the lack of moisture, 
some strong winds and wildlife keep feeding on any swath crop up there, such as geese and deer. And there were still more cases of farm machinery contacting power lines? That's right. In the past week, South Power has reported that there were three contacts from equipment to power lines, bringing the total up since September 1st to 34. So we do want to encourage producers to make sure that they're paying attention out there, they're being safe, and especially at this time of year when they are working in bin yards to really make sure that they are paying attention. Shannon Friesen compiles the weekly crop report for the Saskatchewan Ministry of Agriculture. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And brought to you by Marcuson, New Holland, east of Regina at Emerald Park. Visit Marcuson.com. It was a big day for AGT Foods in Regina yesterday. The company is now one of nine companies in the running for $950 million in federal funding from the Innovation Supercluster Program. The program is a brand new opportunity to help Canada's most promising business clusters, accelerating economic growth in highly innovative industries and positioning firms for global leadership. Murad El-Khatib, president of AGT Foods, says there's a growing demand for their product around the world. By 2050, we have to feed 10 billion people. Incomes are rising in emerging markets and protein consumption is on the rise. And I think that that becomes the generational opportunity is to take our crop, add value, do what I would call total plant utilization, use all the fractions of the products that we produce to produce food ingredients, feed ingredients, food product, and, you know, really capture that value for Canada. Regina MP Ralph Goodale. Minister of Safety was on hand to make the announcement and wished the company the best of luck in the competition. The nine finalists were chosen from 50 proposals across the nation. Federal Agriculture Minister Lawrence McCauley is on a 10-day trade mission to Western Europe this week. McCauley left on the weekend to build new market access in the European Union for Canada's key farm products. In Germany, McCauley is involved with Anuga, the world's largest food and beverage trade show, where Canada's farm sector is being showcased to the world. Canadian industry representatives have already reported qualifying more than 2,500 leads from Anuga, over 35% of which they believe will lead to future business. In terms of sales, industry representatives reported some $31.7 million in on-site sales and $321 million in anticipated sales over the coming year. In Belgium, Macaulay will hold meetings with senior EU officials and host meetings with key European industry leaders. In Italy, the Federal Minister of Agriculture will attend the G7 Agriculture Minister's meetings and World Food Day events in Rome. Agriculture Minister Lyle Stewart has announced the 2018 Scholarship Program. This year's theme, Our Food Has a Story, encourages young people to have a conversation about the relationship between agriculture and the food they eat. Stewart says one winning scholarship of $4,000 and three runner-up scholarships of $2,000 will be awarded to grade 12 students or recent graduates entering agriculture-related post-secondary studies in 2018. We get great response from this. There's a substantial number of very engaged young people that enter this competition every year. I understand that there were 47 last year. It was 32, I think, the year before. And the numbers continue to get larger every year. And we ask the grade 12 applicants to produce a creative three-minute video or a 1,000-word essay sharing their food story uh, using uh, research collected and their view of the importance of this positive story of agriculture. And of course, there were 
rated on the content as well as their ability to communicate the positive agriculture story. And uh, it's adjudicated by a committee of senior uh, officials from the Ministry of Agriculture. And every year they're impressed by the caliber of young people that are interested in pursuing agricultural careers in the province. The application deadline is March 1st of next year. SGI has launched a new farm business unit to better serve farm customers. The farm business unit will have a specialized team of underwriters and adjusters to serve only farming and ranching customers. A professional agrologist leads the unit, and all staff have training about farming, machinery, livestock, crops, equipment, farm buildings, and other assets. Once harvest is wrapped up, SGI is encouraging farmers to talk to their insurance broker about SGI Canada's farm business unit. Environment Canada says Regina has experienced its driest 11-month period in 126 years of record-keeping. The Weather Office says the record-breaking period started in November last year and ended in September. Regina has received only 125 millimeters or 5 inches of moisture during that time. The previous record was 137 millimeters set in 1885, followed by 146 millimeters in 1894. 2017 also goes into the record books as the driest year ever for Swift Current in 126 years of records. Surprisingly, Swift Current has had more rain since November than Regina, reaching a total of 133 millimeters. Once again, Regina only had 125. The previous record for Swift Current was 1937 at 178 millimeters. In Moose Jaw, this is the third driest on record at 195 millimeters or almost 8 inches of rain. The record dry year in Moose Jaw was 1988 at 173 millimeters, followed by 1929. This is the second driest year ever for Yorkton at 244 millimeters, about 20 millimeters more than the record dry year of 1961. This is also Saskatoon's third driest year at 222 millimeters. The driest year was 2001 at 169 millimeters. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hollis Wealth. Call 1-800-284-9999 for more information or to book a free consultation with the office of Scott Bjornson, Hollis Wealth. Scotia Capital Inc. is a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and the Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada. Market Update also brought to you by Flamin Sales in Saskatoon, Southie, Prince Albert, Yorkton and Swan River. Visit Flamin.com. Grain prices at Viterra this morning were mixed in early trading. Canola fell a dollar sixty at four sixty five thirty four. Oats rose two ninety at one fifty fifteen. Number one red spring wheat went down a dollar sixteen at two twenty eight ninety three. The rest were unchanged. Durham two sixty twelve. Feed barley one fifty six sixty five. Flax four hundred fifty dollars twenty five cents. Yellow peas two seventy two twenty nine. And feed wheat 136.48. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange this morning, December spring wheat is down five and three quarter cents at six twelve and three quarter cents a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn livestock auctions. Call Assiniboia 642-5358 or Weyburn 842-4574. This is the market report for the Weyburn Livestock Exchange for the week of October 10th. We had a regular sale here in Weyburn last week, and the market for slaughter cattle has picked up a little bit. Heiferettes were selling from $1.05 to $1.20. D1 and D2 cows sold from $0.80 cents to $0.90. Cents. D3 cows sold from $0.70 cents to $0.80. Cents. Counter cows sold from $0.50 cents to $0.65. Cents. Good butcher bulls sold from $1 to $1.12. 
We had a pre-sorted calf sale here in Weyburn last Monday, and it was a strong one. 300 to 400 pound steers averaged $2.61 and sold at $2.78. 400 to 450 pound steers averaged $2.48 and sold at $2.64. 450 to 500 pound steers averaged $2.34 and sold at $2.64. 500 to 550 pound steers averaged $2.26 and sold at $2.42. 550 to 600 pound steers averaged $2.20 and sold up to $2.36. 600 to 650 pound steers averaged $2.17 and sold up to $2.33. 650 to 700 pound steers averaged $2.16 and sold up to $2.26. 700 to 800 pound steers averaged $2.13 and sold up to $2.22. And 800 to 900 pound steers averaged $2.02 and sold up to $2.15. Depending on weight, heifers were about 25 to 30 cents back from the steers. This has been Stephanie Dagg reporting from the Weyburn Livestock Exchange, the market that gets cattle and the prices too. And now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Pounds sold 7,000 hogs Wednesday, selling a range of 125 to 129 per CKG. Today's sales expected to be around 7,000 head, selling a range of 128 to 134 per CKG. Ham's cash hog price today is up, and forward contract prices opened down this morning. On Wednesday, the Canadian dollar was up two basis points. The daily exchange rate at 1.2498. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 8.32 cents U.S. U.S. cash markets have gained nearly 20% of their value over the past two weeks, which represents a counter-seasonal move for this time of year. Gains in hog prices have come about while wholesale pork prices have held steady trading around $73 U.S. 100 weight for the last three weeks. While packer operating margins have shrunk over this time frame, packers are still profitable, with gross margins operating around $32 U.S. per hog. The shift in packer operating margins that was anticipated as the new plants have been ramping up production have encouraged greater competition for live supply. Coming up, the farm weather forecast. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland, working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Prairie 6-inch Eaves Trough, specializing in 6-inch Eaves Troughs for farm buildings and shops. Online at prairieeavestrough.ca. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today, mainly cloudy, wind west 20 gusting to 40, the high 8 degrees. Clearing late tonight, the low minus 5. Tomorrow, mainly sunny with a high of 6 degrees. Chance of evening showers tomorrow, the low minus 6. Saturday, sunny with a high of 6, the low minus 2. Sunday, sunny, the high 10, the low 0. Monday, sunny, the high 17, the low plus 2. Tuesday, sunny, the high 14, the low plus 2. Wednesday, sunny, the high near 16. The normal high is 12, the normal low for this time of year, minus 2. The sun rose at 7.16 this morning. It sets at 6.13 tonight. Around the province this hour, Estevan is 3, Saskatoon 4, Swift Current 0, Weyburn 3, Yorkton is 5 degrees. In Regina, with cloudy skies, it's 4, that's 39 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the west at 33, gusting to 46. Humidity is 61%, barometer rising 101.4. Cloudy in Moose Jaw, 3 degrees, winds are from the west at 37. Once again, Regina, cloudy in 4, that's 39 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.